Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Yes, she was a familiar face on Irish TV and radio as well, hosting shows on Spin and appearing on The Den, as well as working for the BBC and landing the ultimate job as a presenter on MTV. However, she moved away from the camera to pursue another passion of hers, setting up her own communications company before going to work for LinkedIn as a learning and communications consultant. Now she's about to launch a children's book. There seems to be no end to this lady's talent. This Monday, as part of Anton Arts Centre International Women's Day celebration, She's going to be taking part in an informal interview about her career, creativity and motherhood. I'm delighted to be joined by the wonderful Emma Ledden. How are you doing, Emma? Hi there, Sinead. I'm great. So glad to be here. Well, listen, I've taken a fantastic journey down memory lane researching your career this morning. I mean, involved in the very early days of spin. There's some great images of you working on the den with Ray Darcy, not to mention the MTV. But tell me, where did it all begin for you? What was the first broadcasting gig? Yeah, so it was the den. I was um, I was seventeen, and um, I had always had a, you know a passion for the communications media, that kind of side of things. And now you're going back, like you're going back over twenty years. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, you know, it's not it's not what it is now. And you know, there was only limited opportunities. I mean, even at the time, like I was one of the first female presenters even in RT and um, the den so it was Ray Darcy Dustin and Saki so it was kind of post zig and zag mm. when I started and they were looking for a pop gossip girl at the time and um, I was really into music kind of you know I was studying communications I was in that kind of arena I'd heard about the audition I had no more now it wasn't a passion of mine to necessarily be on TV mm. and such um, and, and I got it and, and I was too young to even know what it was, to even worry about it. And it was probably the most fun I'd ever had on, I have ever had on TV. And it was literally Ray Darcy, Dustin, Saki. There wasn't even a cameraman. It was kind of a fixed camera in this studio in RT. And I used to go in once a week for like an hour and, and talk about Westlife. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all we talked about at the time. <laughs> Westlife and Boyzone were really the topics. And um it was just brilliant. And it just went from there, you know, as life would have us. MTV, you know, I worked for MTV when MTV played music. Well, yeah, yeah, can we just say when MTV yeah. was proper, not MTV today with, you know, no. Real Housewives. I can't be coping with that. No, oh. real real life MTV stuff. Yes, music. Real life. There was no real, like there was no reality. You know, it was kind of at the, at the birth of that reality TV time. If you remember, there was a show called The Real World. And I'll never forget, I, I had started in MTV and um, literally a week later, I was in this kind of general meeting and they said, oh, we're trying this show in the US called The Real World, um, which was kind of the birth of, of reality. Yeah. Um, because believe it or not, music television, as we would have known it, 
um, it, it wasn't, even though the brand was very strong, it turned out people kind of listened to the song to the song they liked and then flicked off. Yes. And probably not that it's similar to radio. And, and they struggled to get advertising um, kind of figures. So everyone watched it, but didn't necessarily watch it for the full hour. And that's why reality TV came on. But um, not, not, not when I was on it now. It was all music. I used to do MTV Select, the one that people would phone into. And I did MTV News. Um, so I was with Kat Dealey and Edith Bowen yes. and kind of that uh, Richard Blackwood. I was that era. Brilliant. <laughs> so, yeah. And that was just, again, now that was a dream. Yes, I'd imagine so. I'd imagine so. And like, you know, yeah. you, I, I didn't realise again until, and it was only then when I was researching this morning that I went, oh my God, yes. Um, I've completely forgot about Live and Kicking. Yes. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a show to present. I absolutely loved that show. Oh, yeah, Sinead. Again, it was another one. Didn't we all sit at home watching Saturday morning TV yes. with our with our duvets? And, of course, and I know I would have watched some version of it. Uh, I don't know if it was with Philip Schofield. Yeah, I, I definitely was from Philip Schofield yeah. on. Yeah, it was fantastic. <laughs> my duvet, well, my mummy cooked a fry. We were doing sausages on a, on, a, on a Saturday morning. And, um, and then to be doing it was just... So it was all a bit of a whirlwind. It all happened very fast I kind of well the den was two and a half years and mm. then I kind of got MTV and I was only in my first year in MTV when I got live and kicking I um it all happened so fast um, and I was kind of in the UK for five years overall kind of navigating that I guess youth TV that kind of space yeah. over there um and then yeah and then it, the radio kind of came a calling and I'd never done any radio and um, really wanted to try it and spin started up um, in 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 Ireland, and it was one of those where they said, "Look, would you would you try?" And I was flying back and forth every weekend. I was doing a weekend show, and um, really enjoyed the radio. Very different. Very different. I'd imagine. Yeah. Very different. I mean, I couldn't imagine a camera now in my face. I don't think I could cope with that. But you know, you you made a really bold move, and I really admire this because it's such a precarious career. This this industry in the media, and you decided, okay, I'm going to branch out. I'm going to set up my own communications company. Yeah, and oh God, look, I want to tell you that that was this really strategic bold move. But the truth is, and you know it, uh, um, you know it's it's the entertainment business is very up and down. So I had the highs and then, then I was out of work for nearly a year at one stage. So, you know, very much the, the two realities. And I got, I got to a point, I was about 27, 28, and I thought, you know what? I mean, I had to make a move out of the youth uh, children's TV. I was yeah. just at that age. And it was like, do I branch into the journalism space? Do I branch into the more serious TV side of things? Um, and I guess for me, I was just looking for that for that next step. And I made the decision to kind of take a step back and try and build something behind the camera, still in that communication media, yeah. even presenting space, um, but not not so much in front of the camera, because I, I needed to have something that couldn't just be taken away, you know. Instantly. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and again, it wasn't a, at the time. It wasn't that I said I'd step away from TV forever. I'd step away. It wasn't like that. It was just I'd come to a stage where I thought, you know what. I'm going to take a step back and see if I can build something else. Use Because all I had done was present for 10 years. Yeah. I didn't know what else I could even do. And I kind of moved into this communication space. Um, again, started off, I, I didn't even know how it was going to work at first. And then suddenly I started meeting with people in business, which I had no real experience of, these really educated business people. 
um, who had to present in work, you know, accountants, lawyers, you know. And this is where you come in because, you know, they could be, you know, vastly intelligent and have all these fantastic ideas. But if you can't stand up and present it very well, well, it's not going to work out for you. So this is kind of where you came in. That was Sinead. And I was like, let me be clear. I was very, very intimidated by all these incredibly smart you know, the people had masters. Like I had been on live and kicking. <laughs> I'm sure but but again, but then when they they really let themselves down when they stood up in the sense of you know they had all these amazing things in their head, but they just couldn't get them out. Mm. And, and I kind of realised, God, I, I have something to share here. And and with ten years in media, you do learn. You don't always realise what you learn because mm-hmm. it's a fun job as well. And you think. You know, and I know it's a business and, and when you're in it, but you're, God, do I have something to help other people with? But then I kind of, oh, no, this is all again over another 10 year period. This and I must way. mention as well, you've written a couple of books on this topic as well that people kind of go to uh, guides for people as well uh, on it. So you, you, you've really built up that kind of side of things. But there's no end to your talents because you've written two children's books. I thought it was just one, but I looked at the website to say there's two. Uh, so, you know, where did the kind of idea to write children's books come from? Yeah, so um, so I became a mummy uh, nearly four years ago. I have two little boys. I have Joshua, who's nearly four, and Noah, who's nearly two. So um, life, you know, did a complete 360 again four <laughs> years ago. And um, I haven't read an adult book in four years. I haven't watched adult TV in four yeah, years. Yeah, <laughs> I'm with you there. Yeah, yeah, I've been immersed in children's books and baby TV and Coco Melon TV. And, um, <laughs> I guess I guess it's one of those things when I started writing, um, I always, again, you have it in the back of your head. This is even pre-children. I thought, I'd love to write a kid's book. It's just one of those, you know, bucket list things. But I had no idea what a children's book even was. I hadn't looked at one since I was a kid. But at reading to my children over the last few years, um, yeah, I just, again, there was no thought really. I, I was just reading and immersed in it. And it was just really last year, again, I just started to kind of write some things down, have some ideas. The kids would say things and they'd be super cute and I'd kind of write them down. And again, it just sort of came to me and I started having a go and I started working with an editor, got in contact with some publishers. And here we are. So I've written yeah. Um, two books and the one that I that I want to chat to you about this one is so gorgeous it's really about celebrating mums and it has the most fantastic title My Mammy Knows Everything tell me about this yeah no I should just caveat this book is for, for sort of preschool so I appreciate if people have teenagers there's a, there's a My Mammy Knows Nothing probably sequel in it <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate this mammy goes what so yeah for the, for the preschool uh, it is it's a celebration of mammies and I guess that moment in time and I'm very much in it w- with my two little boys um, where you're just you're their world. You know You know their special place. You know their special cup. You know their special toy. Uh, you know their special pair of trousers. Mm. You know their special, in our house, it's the dinosaur or the car. You know, you are their world. And um, it's just that moment in time where literally their mammy knows just everything, you know. And, and I should say there is a daddy book in the works. So oh, lovely. Daddies don't know everything. I'm not saying that. <laughs> uh, daddies know different things. Uh, yes. Daddies uh, are I great at, you know, messing, yeah. like messing. You know, like I, I, I marvel at my husband and the sort of crazy games he comes up with with our four year old. I'm just like, for me, it's all very practical play. <laughs> but with daddy, exactly. it's kind of imaginations run wild when it's daddy's play, I think. Yes. Oh, and daddy like that the same. They cut the grass together 
together in our house and they do jobs together and, the, you know, all that daddy stuff. So there is a daddy's book. My husband was like, I hope there's a daddy's book. There is, there <laughs> We're all about book. equality here. We're all about Absolutely, equality. But no, the mammy book is, it's like that. It's, it's in their eyes, as you say, Sinead, you have a mm. four-year-old. You're the superhero. You're the magician that finds the lost shoes. You're the... You're the chef that makes the perfect food. It's just at that moment in time where your mom, you just get it right. Yes. But in their world, all of the time, you know, you put them to sleep, you mind them when they're sick. It's just to really celebrate that, that beautiful moment that mammies know. They just know, they know everything. They know the stuff that nobody else in the world knows. And it's the really important stuff when they're four. You know, it's yes, really, really important. Yes, it is. Stuff. It is. You know, you've got to know yeah. which dinosaur is the most important. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or Dolly. I have, a, I have a niece. And as my sister-in-law tells me, you know, there's 25 frozen dolls, but there's one that's the most There's one that's the most important. Know. And you've yeah. got to know which one that is. Yes. <laughs> now, International Women's Day is coming up and you're taking part in a really wonderful event at Anton Art Centre on Monday. Tell us a little bit about this. You're going to be chatting to the fantastic Mary Claire Cowley. She's the audience development manager up there. I am, Sinead. So actually, Mary Claire is, is, is a personal friend of mine. And again, a woman in my life that has been a huge support to me around being a mammy. Um, she's a little bit ahead of me. Her kids are kind of that year or two older. And again, she is someone in my life that, you know, as I started being a mum and trying to figure out how to be a mum and how to still hold on to any part of yourself and creativity and work we've had so many conversations and um she's running some amazing events in Anton and she said to me look let's let's have this conversation let's mm. start talking about being a mum being creative holding on to that part of yourself and it's not necessarily career with a big c it's just how do you hold on to that that spark or that passion inside of you while also you know being a mum and everything that comes with that and, and it doesn't have to just be a mum just even how do you hold on to that creativity during covid during a yes pandemic? you know if you're caring for anyone so it's, you know it's not exclusive to motherhood at all mm. it's just as your life evolves over time how do you hold on to that that spark that passion that creativity like that for me like I have about two hours a week spare. Like, yeah. so that's all I have. Yeah. So, and it's like at the moment, the writing the children's books and being in that space it just fits where I am right now because I, I don't have time for anything else. There's no, there's no way, you know. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're just going to talk about that and even just bring a community of women together. Shanae. You see, I, this is what I love yeah. about International Women's Day. That's what yeah. it's all about. It's all about kind of bringing women together, supporting each other, building each other up, all of that. So that's happening very much on Monday. And listen, if it's anything like this chat, it's going to be a very enjoyable evening altogether. Emma, it's been an absolute pleasure speaking to you. I wish you the best of luck with this book and the best of luck with further books and your career going forward. Thank you so much for joining me on the show today. Sinead, it's been such a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Emma Ledden there. And Emma has kindly given us two of her fabulous children's books to give away. I will give you the details of that uh, very, very shortly. But just if people want to go along, it's Monday night over Zoom, 8pm on thonartcentre.ie is where you'll get it. On thon, sorry, .ie is, is the website for more information on that great event.